What is up guys? It is Quinn here with the Fantasy Playmakers back with another fantasy football video. And today I'm going to be talking about some wide receivers who I think can see elite volume this season. And these are going to be wide receivers who are going outside the first two rounds. So if you're drafting like a first round wide receiver, second round wide receiver, you should already have a pretty good idea that those guys are going to have very high target shares. They're going to see a lot of targets per game because that's why you're drafting them there. But so these are going to be players going in round three or later. We have a few players going in round three, a few wide receivers. And then also you got some guys going around five, round six, later in rounds like that. Obviously, volume is very important for fantasy football. At the wide receiver position, if you can get consistent targets per game, eight, nine, ten targets per game, it gives you a really solid weekly floor. Because even if you can't get into the end zone, if you're getting nine targets, six receptions for like 60 yards, that's 12 PPR points without getting into the end zone. So you like that consistency, but then also it opens up the opportunity where if you have a season where you really hit a boom in the touchdown department, that's really going to propel you to potentially like a mid to high end wide receiver one season. So I'll be talking about five players in this video. While you guys are watching, if you're enjoying the content, do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. I'm going to be posting basically fantasy football videos every single day up until the season, and then I'll be doing season-long content as well. So if you want to start seeing these, just subscribe to the channel, starts getting recommended to you, and then you can keep seeing this content. But let's just jump right into the first target monster wide receiver, and that is going to be Keenan Allen. He has basically been a lock for elite volume his entire career. He's a target funnel basically every single season especially when you look back at the last five years. So from 2017 to 2021, these are his target per game numbers. 2017, 9.9. .9. 2018, 8.5. 2019, 9.3. 2020, 10.5. And then 2021, 9.8. Those are very high target per game numbers and also just very, very consistent. We know this Chargers offense is going to be a high volume passing attack. They attempted the third most passes in the NFL last season, just behind the Buccaneers and the Chiefs. And Keenan Allen every year is just an unbelievably safe pick. That volume basically locks him in as like at worst a high-end wide receiver too, which is pretty crazy security when you actually look at where he is being drafted. I know he's never been a big-time touchdown producer, which just kind of capped his overall ceiling. His career high in touchdowns for a season is eight. He's done that twice, so that's nothing crazy, but we know this is going to be an explosive offense. It's going to be high scoring, and he could always have a boom year in touchdowns, and if he gets into the end zone 10, 12 times, I mean, that could easily propel him into high-end wide receiver one territory, and so right now he's being drafted as the wide receiver 12 in early third-round pick. I think that is fantastic value for someone who is so safe, but also has that really solid upside on this elite Chargers offense. So I love Keenan Allen at price, and he is going to get a ton of volume. The second wide receiver I think is going to be a target monster is Michael Pittman. And this would be really kind of him taking a leap. This isn't a situation where the last five years or something, he's been very consistent like Keenan Allen. For Pittman, we saw him take a massive leap in targets from 2020 to 2021. So his rookie year averaged 4.7 targets per game. Nothing really special there kind of underperformed as a rookie, but then that sophomore year jump went from 4.7 to 7.6 targets per game. Now we're looking at something here. You know, that's not insane target numbers, 
but I think everything you know points to an increase in that volume this season. The first reason, he will continue to improve and develop as a player, right? He's only going into his third season. He should still be getting better, and that's going to lead to more targets. The second reason is that he has a pretty solid quarterback upgrade here. Goes from Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan. I really feel like the training wheels are finally going to be taken off of this Colts offense. You know, the Colts coaches, ownership, they've talked about how they couldn't really trust Carson Wentz. They wanted to throw the ball more. They couldn't really do it. They didn't think he was super reliable. So now you have Matt Ryan, proven quarterback, not in his prime, but I still think he can definitely get it done. When you look back to last year, the Colts attempted the sixth fewest pass attempts in the NFL. So they were the bottom tier, not good for wide receivers, obviously. I think heading into 2022, they're going to be much closer to league average. I feel like they're probably going to be like 15, 16, 17, somewhere in that range. And that would mean like an extra four or more passes per game. Obviously, that's going to be great for Michael Pittman, more overall opportunities. He doesn't have to take a massive jump in the target share department because the team's going to have more pass attempts as a whole. And then the third reason why I think he takes a jump in volume, there's just zero proven target competition around him. The best wide receivers around him, Alec Pierce, Paris Campbell, they have nothing proven at tight end. So I really would not be surprised if Michael Pittman took a jump, saw like nine and a half targets per game, and ended up finishing as like a mid-tier wide receiver one. I feel like that's totally in the realm of possibility for him. So I really like Michael Pittman here as like a third round pick, just going a little bit after Keenan Allen. Now we're going to be dropping a little bit later on in drafts, talking about Juju Smith-Schuster. And honestly, at this point in the offseason, I'm still not really sure how I feel about Juju for fantasy. But if Juju hits and becomes a successful pick, it is going to be from his volume because he steps into this Chiefs wide receiver room as easily the most proven weapon. Personally, I'm not super optimistic about MVS or McCole Hardman. Neither of them have really done anything so far in their careers. I believe in Sky Moore's talent. Not that they haven't done anything, but they haven't done anything to prove to me that they are better than Juju Smith or a guy like Sky Moore, who I believe in his talent. But there's just no guarantee he comes in and is like a stud from day one, balls out here as a rookie. Juju Smith has put together a 1,400-yard season, averaged 18.6 PPR points per game for fantasy. So his sophomore year, I mean, the man was elite. We thought he was going to be one of the best fantasy wide receivers for a very long time. Obviously, he has really fallen off since then. I don't know if he's ever going to put up that type of production, but we know the ability is there, or at least it was there. And when you're looking at Juju's capabilities, he isn't going to be like the deep, big play threat. He's not going to slide into the Tyreek Hill role, which I think is totally fine. He's going to likely slide in as like the large slot wide receiver and work more underneath. And when we're looking at the other weapons, some questionable weapons outside, I feel like he could kind of join Travis Kelsey as like the Patrick Mahomes safety blanket underneath. We know the Chiefs are going to throw the ball a ton. Second in pass attempts uh, last season. They're also going to score a ton of points. So touchdowns are going to be up for grabs. So I think if Juju Smith-Schuster can get back to his like early you know, career form, this really could be the perfect spot for him to resurrect his career and could you know, see 8, 9, 10 targets per game on a really top-tier offense. So I'm not super confident that he is going to hit, but I feel very confident that if he does hit, it's going to be because of that really solid volume. Now moving on to the fourth wide receiver, this is a guy who I believe I talked about in my must-draft wide receivers video. And that is Darnell Mooney. 
And this is, I think, by far the cheapest uh, ADP for a wide receiver who has like 10 target per game potential. We saw Darnell Mooney average 8.2 targets per game last season. He did that as a sophomore receiver in just an anemic offense. I don't think this Bears offense is really going to be much better. I think they're going to struggle again, but the coaching staff is significantly better. So even though they, like the guys around him, the O-line, not really any massive improvements here. I think the coaching staff is just going to put them in much better situations. And Mooney is really the only proven weapon on this offense, kind of similar to the Michael Pittman situation. He's competing with guys like Velas Jones, Byron Pringle. I mean, he is clearly the number one option. So he's being drafted at wide receiver 30. I don't really see how he underperforms that ADP. And just a little jump, like a little jump in his ability, a little jump in the Bears offense in general could push him over that nine target per game threshold. And then you're flirting with 10 once you hit that. So I just think he's so much better than every other pass catcher. And I think Mooney could be a crucial pick for many fantasy football winning teams. Because if you're getting Mooney as like your wide receiver three, I think he easily could be a wide receiver two this year and a good wide receiver two. And if he hits that target number, maybe gets a little lucky with the touchdowns. I'm talking like seven, eight touchdowns because I know this Bears offense is not going to score a lot. They're not going to pass for a ton of touchdowns. But you could be looking at Darnell Mooney as like a high-end wide receiver two, potential fringe, a wide receiver one, in my opinion. And that is all going to come from that insane volume I think he will get. And now the fifth and final wide receiver, we have Drake London, another wide receiver one on a pretty anemic offense. Despite having never played a snap in the NFL, I think I can pretty confidently say and I think most people would agree that Drake London is by far the best wide receiver on this team. He's competing with guys like Brian Edwards, Zacchaeus. This offense is just going to funnel through Drake London and Kyle Pitts. I loved Drake London as a prospect. He produced every time he stepped on the field in college. For me, I know he's like NFL caliber now because we look back to that USC team when Drake London was a true freshman. He was playing well, producing, competitive for opportunities. And his wide receiver core featured guys like Amon Ra as a sophomore and then Michael Pittman as a senior. So he was putting up solid numbers while basically operating as the wide receiver three behind two really solid proven NFL weapons. We saw Amon Ra break out last year, talked about Michael Pittman on this video, think he is going to be a stud this year. And we've seen some of the kind of top rookies command high target numbers from day one. I don't really want to compare him to guys like Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase, because I feel like that's unfair. Those guys are the top of the top. If he hit their ceilings, that would be amazing. But a guy like Jalen Waddle, probably more comparable as a prospect, averaged 8.8 targets per game last season. So it's totally possible to do it as a rookie. And I definitely would not be surprised to see eight plus targets per game out of Drake London. Probably going to see the same thing from Kyle Pitts. And it's going to be the uh, London Pitts, maybe Cordero Patterson show going on there in Atlanta. And I'm honestly all for it. Let's just see these exciting weapons get the ball. And then, you know, this offense is going to develop over time. But those are the five wide receivers who I think can be target monsters this season. Let's run through them one more time. Keenan Allen, number one. Michael Pittman, number two. Juju at three. Then we had Darnell Mooney at four. Drake London at five. So let me know what you guys think about those players down below in the comment section. I'm going to be doing a very similar video tomorrow talking about volume at the running back position. So talking about both carries and targets, same thing, players going outside round three. Also important to locate that volume at the running back position. You'll be able to project their weekly floor 
Also looking at their potential ceiling there. So stay tuned for that. Thank you guys for stopping by. Hit that like button if you enjoyed, and I'll see you in the next one.